sitting on top of the couch staring at me with one eye. Sadie Dog is on the chair in one of the dog beds. Uh, I don't know where the cats are. The porch to the, uh, or the door to the porch is open. So maybe they're out there. I don't know. I don't see them on the cat towers. But you're caught up, everybody. You are caught the fuck up on what's going on. But uh, how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good day? I sincerely hope it was a good day. Why? Why? Because today is Thursday, November 3rd, 2020. Dose. I hope it was a good day. Easy day at work, easy day at school, easy day at whatever. Oh, I see Larry Cat now. Larry Cat was mad earlier about something. I don't know. But I hope you had a good day, everybody. I hope you did. Hope it was easy peasy. If it wasn't, have a beer, uh, eat, do your dinner or whatever, and then go to bed and then wake up. And tomorrow will be another day. It'll be a fucking Friday. A fucking Friday. You're going to like it because it's a Friday. Do any of you have uh, your weekend isn't like a Saturday, Sunday? I've had jobs like that where my days off weren't on the weekends. Uh, I had uh, I've had jobs where I didn't have two days off in a row. I always hated it. My one day off was uh, it was like Saturday and Tuesday or something stupid, and I never understood that. I understand that you maybe don't get uh, the weekend off, like you you don't get uh, Saturday Sunday off, but. Uh, I feel like if you get two days off during the week, they should be consecutive, right? Otherwise, I, I don't know. You just don't feel good about shit, I think. It's just like you get the day off, but then you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I got to go to work tomorrow. So you can't, it's like you can't even enjoy the day off that you have. What kind of horse shit is that? What kind of fucking shit-ass motherfucking job did I have? I've had a lot of shit-ass motherfucking jobs. But uh, if you're new to the podcast, I'm your host, Stu McAllister. Used to tell jokes for a living. Uh, used to do social work for a living. Now I just make fucking mistakes left and right. Speaking of mistakes, holy shit. I guess I got to talk about this. Um, it's been a while since I've performed stand-up. You know, there was a whole pandemic thing. Shut down a whole lot of shit. I did some Zoom shows which were fine, but it, it really, it just isn't the same, right? So really, I'll say it's been over two years since I've performed any kind of stand-up live in a person. And um, I'm going to say this out loud, I, I don't necessarily miss it. I just don't. 
lot of horseshit involved. And uh, as a result, I have removed myself from a lot of the comedy shit. And here, here in Grand Rapids, I don't have much to do with anything anymore, right? If people want to talk to me about shit, I'll talk to people about shit. If people need help with shit, I'll help people with shit. But I haven't done anything in a long time. And someone recently made me aware of, like, a comedy beef. <laughs> Fucking Christ. A comedy problem amongst people. I just heard rumblings about it. Nothing specific. Nobody mentioned. Not even, like, what the beef was about. I'm just like, ah, just more dumb fucking nonsense. But then today, today, it was brought to my attention who it was and what happened. And the two guys that are involved in this, uh, you can't see me air quote, quoting comedy beef, um, are two dudes who've been doing it long enough to know better. These are guys who've been doing it at least two plus years, probably longer. If they heard if they heard this podcast, then I know they won't. They'd all be like, oh man, I've been doing this. I've been doing comedy like three, four years. Well, eat, eat my dick and suck my balls, okay? You, you, you suck. <laughs> the guy who was telling me about the beef, I told him, I said, listen, you need to remind people of this. They're open micers and they will suck and they will always suck until they stop sucking, if that makes any sense to you guys. But these two dudes were having a beef, and I'm like, oh, what is it about? Is it about, uh, did someone steal a joke? Uh, is someone running an open mic? Is someone jealous of someone else's status? I don't really know. I never was able, quite able to figure out what the beef was, but apparently one guy didn't like the other guy. So what he did is he handled it by hitting him with a bottle. <laughs> what? Apparently they were at an open mic, I think, I believe. I could be wrong. But I believe it was at an open mic. It was at a bar because I know the one guy has been banned. <laughs> He's now banned from the bar. Like, I, I would assume... If you get, if you fucking hit someone with a bottle, you're going to get banned from that bar. <laughs> Unless the other person that you hit with a bottle like shanked you with a shiv or shivved you with a shank, you're probably going to get banned for hitting someone with a bottle. And I would assume that you would also get legal charges, that you would get arrested. I mean, that's fucking uh, an assault. Right? Is that battery as well? Like, I don't know the legal definitions, but it definitely sounds like something chargeable, and I can only assume there were witnesses there. It's pretty rare that if you're in a bar, there's only two people in the bar, unless it's a real shady bar, or they're doing a comedy open mic. <laughs> so he's just telling me about it. I'm like, oh my God, these fucking idiots. These fucking idiots. And I'm going to tell you, everybody. Every comedy scene's got dumb horse shit. And you know who cares about it? Nobody. Nobody cares about it except people in the scene themselves. Nobody cares. It's always people like, oh, man, I just I want the people to think of the Grand Rapids comedy scene as being good. No one gives a shit. 
Nobody thinks about the Grand Rapids comedy scene. Nobody thinks about the Detroit comedy scene, the Chicago comedy scene, Lansing comedy scene. You know, no one cares. Because you know why, everybody? It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. But in every comedy scene, there needs to be a dude. And when I say dude, I don't necessarily mean a guy, a male, a man. I mean, there needs to be a dude, someone in charge, someone who puts people in their fucking place, someone who fucking says regulators mount up, someone who will fucking lead people in the correct direction. And I'm going to say I was that guy for a long fucking time. And people didn't like me. People did not necessarily like me. And you know who didn't like me? The shit fucks. The people who suck balls. The people who were either cocksuckers or dick slappers. (laughs) Dick slappers. (laughs) But you need someone in charge. It's not me anymore because I don't care. I don't want to go to every fucking open mic every goddamn evening. I don't care. I don't want to run shows. I don't want to go to shows. I don't want to watch shows. And there needs to be somebody. Now, I don't know who the fuck is going to be in Grand Rapids because I don't even know who wants it. Because you got to have somebody who, who wants it as well. And I always did want it. I always kind of wanted to be the guy fucking trying to help others. Right? Nobody gets better without a little bit of guidance. And when I first started out, there weren't a lot of people giving me guidance. And so I learned shit the hard way a good portion of the time. And so I always like to try to fucking make things easier for guys. Right now, I don't care what you do. You can be a fucking plumber. You can be a dog groomer. You can be a lawyer. You can be a teacher. You can be whatever. But what you should do is try to help others, your coworkers, your peers, uh, customers, I don't know, whatever, you're trying to help them to make it easier for them so they don't have to suffer like you did. Nobody needs to suffer. I, re- I wish someone had been around when I started who, would, who took me on the road, told me shit, and maybe I didn't always agree with shit because I was too dumb to realize that the advice that it was giving me was true. And I eventually would have to work on that shit myself and be like, oh, fuck, Stu was right. Oh, my God, that guy was right. No one fucking assaulted anybody with a goddamn bottle when I was doing shit. No, it's not to say that I fucking would have, that shit wouldn't happen if I was around, but it's just weird when people be fucking Christ. Nobody did goddamn shit like that. Not that I'm aware of. Fuck, people are stupid. These guys are adults. As far as I know, these guys are at least in their late 20s, early 30s. Fuck. And so you know what that tells me? Tells me they ain't going anywhere, either of these guys. Because my buddy was telling me the guy who got hit on the head was fucking instigating all sorts of shit. Now, it's not to say that he fucking deserved to get hit on the head with a bottle, but it's not to say he was an innocent victim sitting there at the bar reading a goddamn Bible or some such. (laughs) Right? He had his uh, he had a role in the fact that he got his head knocked. God, I cannot imagine what that would be like. Now, in that movie that I was a part of, Roommates, 
Um, we had, I think they're called sugar bottles. You know, they're fake bottles that you use to smash people on the head or break or you throw them against the wall and they just shatter super easy. Because glass does not fucking shatter like that. Right? So I cannot imagine taking a beer bottle or anything else and smashing someone in the head with it. It's got to fucking hurt. Dumb. Speaking of bottles, everybody, um, yesterday when I was driving around for work, if you're new to the show, I drive a uh, Dippin' Dot van. I sell ice cream to gas stations and restaurants and grocery stores and shit like that. And yesterday, one of the places that I had was a uh, boutique candy shop. The Matawan Candy Company down in Matawan, Michigan, right? And I go down there, and uh, I'm not going to lie, it's shit. Most boutique candy shops in my brain are shit. I don't know how they stay in existence. I have never once been in that store where there was customers, right? So I go in, I check their freezer. They don't need any products. I'm just looking around and I'm like, hey, got any popcorns? Because usually those gourmet candy shops will have specialty fucking overpriced popcorn. And she's like, oh, yeah, normally we do, but we don't anymore. I can't get any in stock or I've, it hasn't been delivered yet, whatever. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm just looking around. Like, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to support a business that's going to be closed in six months. <laughs> right? So I'm looking around and I look and on a bottom shelf, they had a bottle of cheer wine. Now, I don't know if you guys know what it is. It is a it is a drink normally you find only in the South. I have only seen it like in gas stations or restaurants down in like North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. And I fucking love that shit. Cherry wine is, uh, sorry, I don't know why I keep calling it cherry wine. It's cheer wine. Cheer wine is the shit now it calls itself certified cherry taste crafted cherry taste I, I you know so so the lady was like she's like oh my god you got cheer wine she's like yeah and she's like oh you can have a bottle she was just gonna give it to me and i was like what that's horrible business lady i'm talking about how great this product is and I would buy it, and now you're going to give me a bottle for free? So I was like, no, I will buy... They, she was selling them in four packs. So I go and I, I buy a four pack, but I'm talking with her about it. And she's never had it. I'm like, that's kind of weird that you sell shit in your store, but you don't even know what the fuck you're selling necessarily. And she was like, meh. And I'm like, that's why this place is going to be gone in six months, lady. But she's asking me about it. I'm telling her, I'm like, it's super great. And she's like, hey, tell people it tastes like cherry Coke. And I told her, no, no, it does not. In my brain, it does not. I said, cheer wine, if you're going to compare it to anything, it tastes like Dr. Pepper. It's a strange, it's like cherry Dr. Pepper. And it's good. I love me some Dr. Pepper. It is good. So I'm like, all right, I will buy your four pack. And so she rings me up. And that's when I have a fucking heart attack. 
And that's when I realized, oh, this is why you're not selling anything. Or at least uh, this is not why uh, you um, aren't selling cheer wine. Four bottles, a four pack, everybody, was like $14.50. That That's like more than $3, three, it's like $3.50 a bottle, approximately. And they're, they're just glass bottles. It's not even like a fucking two liter. <laughs> it's a 12 ounce glass bottle for $3.50. I get that it's kind of boutique, but I'm like, fucking Christ, lady, you want... Sometimes I think these places need to realize, yes, 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 you have this crazy shit. And you want to make money, but fuck, this is crazy shit. You're in Mattawan, Michigan. Nobody's in Mattawan, Michigan. And nobody's coming to your dumb fucking candy store. Now, admittedly, your candy store is fucking smaller than my goddamn living room. It's a very small store. But I'm like, again, every if you want candy, people are going to the grocery store. They're going to the, the pharmacy. They're going to the gas station. They're not coming here. Fuck. So lower your price on some shit, too, because they come in and buy something once, and they're like, fuck me. I'm never coming back here. Getting fucking raped here. No way. Get out of here. But I'm like, I told, I'm like, going, fuck, I already paid you, I guess. Fuck. $14.50. Jesus Christ. I'm never coming back here, even to deliver you product. Fuck you. <laughs> so today, for the job I did today, I, I've, I've been, long-time listeners know I bitch about my coworkers all the time, and rightfully so. I, I honestly don't believe that I've ever been in the wrong when I'm bitching about my coworkers. <laughs> and I told my boss, I said, listen, Apparently, I have a job only because my co-worker doesn't do his job. And he's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, well, then fire my co-worker and let me do his job. Let one person do the job instead of two people doing the job. Because yesterday, the young fuck did his route. And in two stops, he he didn't do what he was supposed to do. At the one stop, they had a meltdown. The, the freezer lost power, whatever this that. The product goes back. Dimidot ice cream, very sensitive product. And so they had a meltdown. So it's like you, you change the freezers, you give them new product, whatever, whatever. And he didn't fucking do it. He was just texting my boss. He goes, yeah, they had a meltdown. They said they're done selling Dippin' Dots. The food manager wasn't there. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, oh, fucking, dude, just handle it handle it. This is the guy who loves to throw around the word seniority a whole lot. I'm like, well, if you have seniority, that should mean that you've been here longer and that you have some knowledge and wisdom about shit, but clearly you don't because you keep doing dumb fucking things. So I get there, I go to this place, it's like a big sports complex, right? They got a, they got a dome, and they got a gymnasium, and they got soccer fields and baseball fields. Like it's all fucking athletic stuff. All like little league and adult softball and high school volleyball and whatever. Right? There's always shit going on. So they got three freezers. The one freezer had the meltdown. The other freezer was fine, and the other building was fine. The one they had in the baseball diamond, they were done. But apparently, at some point, they must have had a meltdown too because the product in that was shit. 
So they just told me, they're like, yeah, take the one in the baseball diamond because no one's playing baseball right now. And then I just swapped out the freezer in the front one. And I get, I sold them some product. I cut them a deal. We're done in that because part of the reason is we cut them a deal is because they sell a shit ton. You don't want to lose them. They're, it's a, they're a good customer. They got way too many fucking problems with losing power. But I told them, I said, listen. If you lose power in one building, but you have power in the other building, just take it over to the other building. It's on wheels. Just wheel it over. It, it'll take you a minute to wheel it over across the parking lot. You're good. Or I said, go to Meyer, the gas sta- or the gas station, the grocery store, and get yourself some dry ice and throw it in there. It's easy peasy, right? So done and done. It took me like a half hour to do all this shit. Very easy, very easy. So then I go to another joint. Well, this one was just dumb. It's like... This place also had three freezers. This place should have zero freezers. And I know all of you are like, fucking Christ, dude, stop talking about it. I know, I know. This is my life, though. This is my life. I have to share it. It's this awful, it's essentially, it's a liquor store that has a small pizzeria in it. Literally, there is liquor from floor to ceiling. It is, and the ceiling's like 12 feet high. It's incredibly weird. I don't know why they have fucking Dippin' Dots in there. It is not a store that fucking, there would be any reason for kids to come into this place. But they had a freezer, and they're like, oh, we need two more. We're crushing it. And you know what, everybody? No, they didn't. They didn't crush it. They sucked balls. Like, I knew they would. And I don't know why my boss and I don't know why my sales manager was like, yeah, let's give them freezers. Well, I do know why. Because the sales manager is just thinking, oh, we're going to sell this shit to these people. I'm like, yeah, you're going to... You just sold shit to these people that they're not going to fucking sell. And then in two years, because Dippin' Dot does have a two-year shelf life, in two years when they still got this fucking product, it's going to go bad and they're going to be like, hey, you owe us credit for this shit. It's stupid. It's stupid. My sales manager is a dumb, dumb man. He's dumb. I hope he listens to this. (laughs) So at one point, they, they finally sold a freezer's worth of product. And they had it back in their shed. And like a month or two ago, I was like, hey, do you want me to take it? And they're like, no, it's in the shed. I'm like, I can get it. And they're like, no. And so when they're getting so adamant about shit like that, I'm just like, "Eh, is it really here? I get the feeling that it's not here and you moved it somewhere else. And that's fine. Just fucking tell me, right? Just fucking tell me that you're using a freezer in a way that it should not be used. You're using it for your own personal uh, benefit of some kind. But today my boss is like, go get it. And I went and I go got, I went and I got it. The guy didn't give me too much shit. Apparently there's like, they keep changing owners. These, the people who own it are kind of, uh, they're, they're Middle Eastern of some descent. I don't particularly know. It doesn't fucking matter. But these people, because of the Detroit area, there's a huge, uh, Middle Eastern population there. And all of these guys, living up to the stereotype of owning gas stations and convenience stores and stuff. And they just, they like rotate. (laughs) They rotate. Because the guy who was working, when I asked him about getting the freezer, was like, I got to call my boss. And he called his boss. And I was like, yeah, man, can I get the freezer? He was like, yeah, uh, I do. I got a store in Ferndale. I want want to start selling Dippin' Dots there. But because it's in Detroit area, we're technically not allowed to sell in Detroit. There's another guy who owns that fucking... uh, territory. He lives in Pittsburgh. How weird is that? A guy comes all the way from Pittsburgh to sell dip and dots in Detroit. I don't understand it. Whatever. 
So the guy, the guy, that's you know, the guy gave me the freezer. I'm like, okay, we're good to go. And that that was my day, everybody. And then bringing it all back and cleaning all the shit out, cleaning these three freezers, cleaning a fourth one that was just sitting there. Because the guy, uh, the young fuck who brought it back yesterday, doesn't fucking do his job. He just fucking brings shit back, and he's like, "Oh, the fucking." cleaning fairy will come and take care of this oh fucking christ all right everybody i'm getting up and i'm doing something i haven't done in a while i gotta go to the bathroom i don't pause the podcast for shit uh this piss break is brought to you by matt harper art everybody matt harper art go check him out on Instagram and TikTok. Matt Harper sells art that he makes. He makes a lot of clay gnomes. Everybody makes shit out of clay. He'll sell something to you. Check out his store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. Matt Harper Art, everybody. TikTok, Instagram. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. <laughs> Name me another podcast where the host uh, takes a whiz during it and takes it takes you along. I find it incredibly funny. I'm assuming the majority of you probably don't, but uh, I, I find it very funny that I take a whiz during the podcast. All right, now I'm going to try to turn on the lights here, everybody. I apologize. There we go. I can see... Today was a very good day for me for other reasons, everybody. Uh, my preferred social media platform is uh, Twitter. And I know I'm probably in the minority. I got a friend of mine who she's like, she's always like, nobody's on Twitter. I'm like, well, I don't know. Me, I am. I'm on Twitter. I love me some Twitter. Um, and they do a lot of giveaways on Twitter. It's always like, hey, like this post and retweet it and whatever, and I'll pick a winner and whatever, you know. And I've been um, I've been pretty lucky, everybody. I won a Buffalo Bills jersey on Twitter. And uh, today, today, I won a $150 football card. How about that? It's this guy on Twitter... Uh, what is his name? Buffalo Jesse? Fuck, what is his name? What is his fucking name? He is, is uh, Buffalo Jess, but the ad is Buffalo in Boston. Big uh, Buffalo Bills fan, Sabres fan. There you go. I don't know what he does for a living, but apparently he makes relatively decent money because he's always giving, away, giving these uh, cards away. It's always like, hey, I'm going to give away a card uh, on eBay, you just tell me what card it is, and it's got to be one of the buy it now things, like not an actual auction. And it's like, you just give me the link for it, I'll buy it, and then I'll have them send it to you. I was like, what? And I won today. I won today. How sweet is that? I didn't win the Powerball. I played Powerball every uh, yesterday, everybody. I did not win, hence me going into fucking work. I've already said if I won, you fuckers, I would stop doing this podcast in a heartbeat. I ain't doing shit. So that was just very nice. 
I give away a lot of cards on Twitter, but I don't give away $150 cards on Twitter. Fuck. That was super duper nice of that guy. Super duper nice. He's a good dude. I never met him. I don't know. He might be a fucking Nazi for all I know. I don't know. He seems like a good dude. Seems like a good dude. And uh, today was a good day for me because I got I got a shout out on a on a fucking podcast on a fucking podcast. You guys have you guys heard of podcasts? <laughs> have you guys heard of them? They're pretty sweet. I want to I want to make sure I get the name fucking right on the podcast because it's probably like I'll call it something, and they'll be like, "No, you dumb fucking idiot! It is this." All right, let me roll it out. It's a Buffalo Bills podcast. Sorry, no, none of you fucking listen to it. Uh, it's just called Jamie D and Big Newt. <laughs> Jamie D and Big Newt. And uh, for whatever reason, Jamie D of the of Jamie D and Big Newt has taken a shine to yours truly. And uh, he really enjoys my Twitter interactions and my Twitter posts. And uh, he gave me a very nice shout out on the podcast. So it's, uh, you know, sometimes it's the little things that happen in your life that will make you feel better, right? It's the little things. You can't control the big things. You really usually can't control the little things either. You just go about your life and try to live it the best that you can without being a huge cocksucker. You got to try to be less of a cunt. Less of a cunt. If I ask you guys questions, and I'm saying this, this is the free podcast. I do a Patreon episode as well too. Freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, pretty much every other day of the week I podcast and those are Patreons and that's behind the paywall. People got to pay for that shit. Is it different? No. <laughs> it's the same shit, just more of the shit. That's all, everybody. Uh, but I, I like asking questions. If I ask questions, feel free to shoot me the answer. Whether it's to, to my social media, the podcast social media, wherever. I love hearing answers from you guys because i i know there's six of you who listen i don't know all six of you super duper well so i was like when i get some kind of feedback from you fucks um but i had a little discussion about divorce yesterday and i it's and it was it was good i got some feedback uh, from people about divorce and, and lawyers and all that shit it, it always comes down to the lawyers fucking god damn lawyers I know we need them, but fuck me, man. Someone talked about how... Oh God, where were they listening to this? Was it a comedian talking about jokes? But they were saying we instead of the Supreme Court, we just need the court of common sense. I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. I, I, I would like that. I, w I, I would like that. Today when I was driving home after work... I had to drop off an item. Someone purchased an item from the shit I have. I have a uh, Macari store. I, I sell a lot of sports shit. And I'll post things on Twitter or Facebook as well, too. And seemingly even selling more shit that way than as opposed to on uh, Macari. But someone in town bought uh, some Philadelphia Eagles playing cards I had. Very nice. It was brand new deck still in the, the cellophane. And they were from 1969. So they're old. These cards are older than me. They're old as fuck. And apparently her brother-in-law was a big Eagles fan or whatever. So she bought them. And I'm like, all right, you're in town. I'll just drop them off. So I went to her house. I dropped them off. And I'm driving home. She didn't live very far from where I live. 
but I'm kind of driving like down some roads I don't normally drive, right? And I'm doing the thing where I'm like, you can either go straight or turn or whatever, but I'm doing the thing of like, all right, as long as this light is green, I'm just gonna keep going straight, right? I'm doing the thing where I just stay in motion and I don't have to hit the brakes. Do any of you guys do that too? You're like, all right, I can do this way or this way, but this way means I don't have to hit the brake. I'm going this way. So I ended up just kind of taking some weird turns. And again, now some streets I don't normally go down. And then I'm going down this place where there is a, a, a women's health clinic over on Cherry, right? Now, it's I don't believe it's Planned Parenthood. But, I mean, there's clearly, like... I'm assuming abortion type shit going on there as well too. There's another clinic on Fulton, one of the main streets in Grand Rapids, where there's always the uh, the pro-life fucks are always out there. There's always seemingly always like anywhere between like three or four to like up to a dozen of these fucking cocksuckers out there with signs and whatever. But there, today on Cherry in front of this clinic, there was one lady there, one lady with a sign. And I fully expected her to be another fucking goddamn wackadoodle. There, there'll be a picture of an aborted fetus or some shit on it. And then she'll be like, you'll pray for our country or some fucking horse shit. I, I was completely wrong. This old lady, and she's probably my age, this old lady had a sign that was just like, hey, uh, vote, vote for women's uh, reproductive right care or some shit like that. And it took me by surprise because I don't see too many people like that, not here in Grand Rapids at least. So I saw it and then uh, I immediately slammed on my brake right in front of her. Now I could tell by the look in her eyes that she was like, ah, fuck. (laughs) She was fully expecting me to, to yell names at her or throw rotten eggs at her or some of that shit. I'm sure in this area she gets a lot of harassment. But I, like I said, I slammed on my brakes, I stared at her, and then I gave her the thumbs up. <laughs> I didn't say shit. I just gave her the thumbs up, I nodded my head, and you could see the look of relief in her face of like, oh, thank God, this guy's not going to shoot me. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's what it was. It's very weird. And I was like, good job, lady. And she was like, yeah, or whatever, or thanks. It was something like that. And then I continued about my way because I did stop in the middle of the road. (laughs) You probably should not stop abruptly in the middle of the fucking road to give a woman the thumbs up. But I felt like I needed to. I was possessed by Jesus Christ on a cracker, I had to stop and give her the thumbs up. And I was like, wonderful, wonderful. (laughs) This is weird, man. This is weird. Just weird. Live your life. Be good. Vote appropriately, everybody. We can vote next week. I already voted. I already did the absentee ballot. I dropped it off. I heard some dumb, ah, fuck, who was, it's that dumb bitch in Arizona. What's her name, Carrie Lake or something? She's like, it's called election day, not election week, not election month. 
What a hag, <laughs> right? So you're saying that if I don't vote on this specific day, my vote won't fucking count? How about we call it count day instead? How about that? Instead of election day, we have count day because apparently that's all you give a fuck about, right? You care about the count. Let's count today. So let's fucking call it count day. And then if I vote a week in advance, a month in advance, whatever, who gives a shit? Are you telling me because I'm going to be, if I'm out of the country or out of the state or, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm in the hospital or I get sick or uh, whatever, for whatever reason, I am unable. I got to work all goddamn day. I am unable to get to the goddamn ballot that my vote shouldn't count. Fuck you, Carrie Lake. Whatever the fuck her name is. Who cares? It's election day. All these people, it's like they're bragging about how, oh, I went into the ballots and the polls and I fucking voted. Who gives a shit? Good for fucking you. You know what? I voted last week. I'm a better American. I'm more patriotic than you. I voted before you did. Get up to my level. <laughs> Get up to my level, you stanky bitch. <laughs> Christ, who cares? Vote. If you disagree with me, go vote. If you agree with me, definitely go vote, right? At the same time, I want to tell everybody, I'm on Twitter. My life has not changed on Twitter. I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, fuck it, it's going to be a cesspool. Now, you know what? Block, mute, unfollow, right? Fantastic fucking things. My life has not changed. It's Bill's Mafia football cards and the occasional dick joke sneaks in there. It's great. It's good life. It's good life. But the, you know, people are talking about how life is going to change so much. I'm like, I, I don't. I, I guess as a, a white male, a white straight male, I guess I just don't think that way. But I don't. You know, maybe if I was uh, a Jewish person, they're taking a beating lately. Or if I was a homosexual, they they always are taking beatings. Or if I was a woman, they take a lot of beatings. Fuck. I guess I would think differently. But I do what I can, and by that I mean I give old ladies a thumbs up. <laughs> That's what I do, everybody. I give old ladies a thumbs up. All right, let's talk about some shit that I fucking actually have some knowledge about. God, I don't have much knowledge about anything, but I have some knowledge about this shit. Um, James Corden, who is the host of The Late Late Show, and I'm going to be perfectly honest with all of you, I'm not really a fan. I haven't seen a whole lot of him. He's the kind of guy that I find very annoying. I find him of the same vein as like Jimmy Fallon. Just a fucking doof. You know, like I know he sings and whatever and people like him. I, I don't know. I don't I don't care for it, man. I, I, I like my guys to be more like uh, Letterman. Just kind of surly, angry, sarcastic fucks. That's what I like. But good old James Corden is in a little bit of hot water lately because he told a joke that apparently was almost word for word taken from a Ricky Gervais special. Like, what? James Corden is telling a Ricky Gervais joke? Now, I'm not going to lie to you either. I'm not really a huge fan of Ricky Gervais as a stand-up. 
I'll find Ricky very funny as a stand-up. I like Ricky much better as an actor. I, I, I've liked him in his television shows. I liked him in the English version of The Office. I liked him when he did that show called Extras. Uh, I, I've liked him enough in movies, but when it comes to like stand-up and stuff, eh, whatever. It's a different. It's a different platform. It's a different art. But apparently on Monday, Corden was talking about Twitter and the new owner. And he compared the platform to a town square. He said, uh, it's not a town square because if someone puts up a poster in a town square that says guitar lessons available, you don't get people in the town who go, I don't want to play guitar. I want to play the piano. And he added, well, that sign wasn't for you. It was for somebody else. You don't have to get mad about all of it. Is that a very good joke? Not really. Doesn't hit well with me. I mean, I understand the comparison. I'm not really going to laugh about it. I'm not going to be like, oh, Jimmy, you're so fucking smart with your observational humor. Uh, no. So apparently in 2018 on Ricky Gervais's uh, Netflix special, Humanity, he goes, it's like going into a town square. And there's a notice for guitar lessons. And you go, but I don't fucking want guitar lessons. Okay. That that was Ricky's joke. Um, yeah, who cares? It's a bad joke. <laughs> Is it a joke that nobody else could have thought of? Not really. I'm going to tell you this too. I have found that the uh, more famous a comedian gets, like the bigger name a comedian gets, the lazier they fucking get. They just start telling open mic fucking jokes. I can't tell you how many times I heard a dumb fucking open micer talk about how long uh, CBS receipts were. And then Roseanne Barr did a special and tells a joke about how long CBS receipts are. It's like, Jesus Christ, you, you fucking idiots don't even fucking know that what you're talking about is hack. Now, I also will say James Corden d probably writes about zero of the things that he says when it comes to, like, monologue and shit like that. He's got teleprompters. He's got uh, the fucking cards that he will read off of because he's got, I don't know, probably 20 fucking uh, writers on staff who are writing, each are writing, like, 100 jokes a day to fucking... Uh, Make sure that this joke is going to be good. And uh, maybe one of those fucks stole it. Maybe one of those fucks was like, all right, let me watch a fucking old Netflix special. Oh, here's Ricky Gervais. This asshole doesn't have anything important to say. Oh, holy shit. Look at that joke. What? Twitter? Town Square? Twitter's in the fucking news. Boom. Stealing it. Stealing it. Because as far as like comedy goes... Stealing a joke is worse than hitting someone in the head with a bottle. <laughs> you don't want to be known as a thief. You would much rather be known as fucking someone who commits assault. <laughs> as weird as that is. But it is 100% correct. And that's why I would always tell everybody too. Write about yourself. Write about your own life. When you start writing about like topical shit like Twitter... 
odds are pretty good. Somebody out there is also writing a joke that's very similar, very has that same vein of, of punchline. You want to fucking avoid it, you know, because you're always going to have some fucking asshole and it's always going to be some dumb open micer who commits assault with a beer bottle. He's going to be the one to point out like, oh my God, you fucking stole the goddamn Jerry Seinfeld joke. I remember, fuck, someone accused me of stealing a Jerry Seinfeld joke. And if you know anything about me and how much I hate Jerry Seinfeld, you would find that very funny because I am not a fan. I like the television show Seinfeld. Uh, I do not like Jerry stand-up. It is very, very bland. And I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, he's the greatest comedian of all time. And I'll tell you, you like stupid shit. You like fucking bland, bland, awful shit. But God, it was so long ago that someone fucking, oh, that was a Jerry Seinfeld joke. And I'm like, but, and that was the thing. It was like a wordplay joke. Because that's what Jerry Seinfeld does. He does dumb wordplay. Fuck. Can't, I can't, I mean, it was easily 15 years ago. Huh. Oh, well, I'm not going to perseverate. I ain't perseverating on that horse shit, motherfuckers. I'm not going to fucking perseverate. Not going to fucking perseverate. I'm going to move on to the next fucking story. Going to move on to the next fucking story. All right, I'm going to end on this. Longtime listeners will know I love me some goddamn street justice. And holy shit, street justice was performed. <laughs> this happened in Brainerd, Minnesota, and I am 100% certain that I have performed comedy in Brainerd, Minnesota. Do I know exactly where Brainerd, Minnesota is? Fuck no, I don't. But now I got to fucking look. I apologize, everybody. It was not my intention to fucking look up Brainerd, Minnesota, but here we are. It was not my intention to fucking take a leak on the podcast, but I did. There it is, Brainerd, Minnesota. Getting some directions from my house. Uh, if I want to drive to Brainerd, Minnesota, it is approximately 11 hours and 12 minutes. Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. It is kind of up there. Uh, it is north of St. Cloud. Huh. Yeah, it is up there, but I am pretty sure, everybody, that I have performed comedy in Brainerd. And uh, I probably made 150 bucks. <laughs> I traveled like uh, almost 20, we'll say, we'll call it 24 hours round trip for 150 bucks. I'm sure I've done that because I'm stupid. Comedy is stupid. But there was a dad who lives there, Michael Lee Lafix. He seems like a good dude, right? He's a good dude. He's got a daughter. I don't know what his daughter's name is, but the daughter, the daughter was dating a gentleman, dating fucking Bryce Brogel. Now, already, I don't like this guy because his name is Bryce. What kind of dumb name is Bryce? And his last name is Brogel. So you got the Bryce Brogel. It just sounds like... It's, his parents fucking doomed this kid from the get-go. But he sounds like a total douchebag. And uh, the dad, Michael Effix, probably uh, also felt that way. Also felt that Bryce Brogel was a douchebag. Somewhere down the line, uh, he believed that Bryce Brogel was 
uh, being physically abusive to his daughter. Uh-oh. You never want a dad to find out that you're beating his daughter. I can only assume a lot of dads, now I don't know if you're a dad of a daughter, but I'll, I'll, I'm assuming a lot of you are like, well, I got to handle business. And good old uh, Michael Aflex decided to handle business. He's like, hey, Bryce Brogel. And Bryce is like, why are you calling me by my full name? Doesn't fucking matter. Bryce Brogel, come on over here. I got something to show you. I got something to show you at my storage unit. Let's take a gander. I got old football cards over there, Bryce Brogel. Well, I got some Minnesota Viking cards. I got some Fran Tarkenton cards I want to show you. Alan Page. You know all about Alan Page? Do you know about the Purple People Eaters? I got to show you some shit. So Bryce Brogel is like, oh, fuck, you got goddamn Alan Page? I love that motherfucker. So they go to the storage unit, and, well, they never saw Bryce Brogel again. <laughs> yeah, Dad handled business. And you would think, oh, everything was done and done, right? Ah, fuck. Bryce Brogel, the asshole, beating on the woman, it disappeared, whatever. I don't know. He, fucking, he took off. He took off. Who cares? Fuck that guy. Fuck him. But apparently, an anonymous phone call called the police and uh, told them, they're like, hey, uh, yeah, I know uh, Bryce Brogel is missing and all. Um, I just, I need you guys to know that good old Michael Lafex uh, has said that he thought Bryce Brogel was abusing his daughter. You might want to look at him into uh, some foul play. And apparently, th this was a family member of the dad. Fucking, he, he's got a fucking snitch in his family. The family member allegedly said that Lafex admitted to shooting Brogel at the storage unit and moving his body with a sled, saying that he would not be found. Brogel's, Bryce Brogel, I gotta call him by his full name now, Bryce Brogel's landlord also told authorities that the dad had recently called him asking if his tenant had hurt his daughter. So this guy is doing some investigation into it. The landlord told Lafex he had seen her with two black eyes, to which Lafex responded that he was going to kill Brogel and had already had the hole dug. Yes! Yes! Lafex was booked at Crow Wing County Jail on Saturday and authorities uncovered Bryce Brogel's body during a foot search the following day. It is unclear where exactly the remains were found. Mm. Arrest records from the Brainerd Police Department indicate that this is not Michael Lafex's first brush with the law. In September 2018, he pleaded guilty to one count of criminal sexual conduct after he was accused of having intercourse with a vulnerable adult with developmental disabilities. All right, sounds like dad's a punk-ass bitch himself. Yeah, the victim, who was described as mentally impaired, allegedly refused to have sex with Layflex, but later agreed at his insistence. Jesus. His trial set for September 2018 was canceled after the judge issued a stay of adjudication. God damn. Who wants to have sex with somebody who's uh, mentally deficient? Apparently scumbags. And apparently scumbags like taking care of other scumbags. Sometimes scumbags got a scumbag. It doesn't say it. I wish it would say that the daughter should be like, oh, yeah, no, I got both black eyes. I walked into a door. 
I walked into a door and I got two black eyes. Fucking Jesus. I love street justice. It's my it's my favorite. Is it always the greatest? Does it always involve great people? Usually not. Usually not. But if this dude, if Bryce Brogle was beating on your daughter, you would probably go, well, Bryce Brogle, uh, you're going to have to walk into a door too. And by door, I mean a gun. <laughs> right in your mouth. Oh, whatever. Jesus. So Bryce Brogle, uh, no RIP to you. No thoughts, no prayers. But that's it, everybody. I am done. Thank you for listening to this horse shit. You listen. I don't know why, but thank you. Uh, if you could do me a solid, do a couple things. If you could like the Facebook page and like the Twitter page, that'd be great. Uh, Twitter is not a cesspool. Don't make it a cesspool. It's not a cesspool. Is there cesspool shit on it? Probably. But there's also cesspool shit on all social media platforms. Just don't be a part of it. It's as simple as that. If you can do the whole rate, review, subscribe. If you like this podcast, uh, rate, review, subscribe it. If you don't like this podcast, uh, rate, review, subscribe, I guess. I don't know. I can't stop you. Go do what you need to do. Um, if you can check out my Macari store where I sell sports shit, that'd be great. If you can check out my Tee Public store where I got some t-shirt designs for sale, that'd be, <clears throat> that'd be awesome too. If you can't find the links for either of those, please let me know and I will send them to you. And then uh, you can buy some shit from me. That'd be great. And then uh, I got five things I'd like you to do. I'd like you to check out uh, Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook. It is a, a used retro video game store based out of Holt, Michigan. It's near Lansing. So if you live near Lansing and you're a gamer, go to the store. Go check them out, Extra Levels Gaming. But if you don't live near Lansing and you're still interested in buying video games, check them out online at extralevelsgaming.com. Buy yourself some old Nintendos, ColecoVision, Atari. Buy yourself some new ones. They got shit. Christmas is coming up. I know we don't even have Thanksgiving, but I'm trying to fucking sell. I'm trying to get them some business. So again, check them out. ExtraLevelsGaming.com and ExtraLevelsGaming on Facebook. Then I already mentioned Matt Harper Art. Check him out on uh, TikTok and Instagram. And his uh, Etsy store, Barefoot Gnome, he's got some changes in his life coming. So, uh, yeah, his wife is pregnant. <laughs> no, his wife is not pregnant, at least not that I'm aware. But he does have some big life changes. So go uh, go help him out. Buy some shit from him, Matt Harper Art, uh, Barefoot Gnome. Go check out Bear Boards and Tables on uh, Instagram. And then he's got a Macari store. Mark makes a lot of very cool shit out of wood. So if you need a keychain, a knickknack, a, a cutting board, a table, he makes all sorts of cool things with wood. Go check out his Instagram page. There, there's a link to his Macari store. Buy something from him. If you don't see anything that you're interested in, but you have an idea for something, let him know because he can probably make it for you. He's a very talented person. Go check him out. Bear, bear like a grizzly, bear boards and tables. And then we got the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. Stephanie is a filthy Packers fan. I lost a bet to her. I had to eat seven ounces of Limburger cheese. It was gross, but I did it. I'm not a Welcher. I'm not a Welcher. But go check out their Facebook page, The Sunday Slaw. They eat a lot of coleslaw, which I'm sure tastes way better than goddamn Limburger cheese. So uh, if you like coleslaw, go check them out, The Sunday Slaw on Facebook. And last but certainly not least... 
my boy, John Midgley, he's got a page for magic over on Facebook. He is a very good sleight of hand, up close kind of magician. Coins, cards, all that kind of stuff. Go check it out. You're going to love it. Your kids will love it. It'll be great. Magic. J-B-M. So do that. Do all those things for me if you could. Consider subscribing to the Patreon. And uh, that's about it. If you ever have any questions or any kind of responses, get at me. I like it. I like the interaction. I know a lot of places uh, probably don't interact with you because they got way too many listeners. I don't. I got six. So if you send me a question or an answer or response, more than likely I'm going to get back to you. All right? You guys are great. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for the Patreon, or I'll see you on Monday for the freebie. All right? Take care, guys. Have a good one. Goodbye.